Jazzcast Pros. We've all been there. Groggy mornings, hitting the snooze button multiple times, and that feeling of not quite feeling ready to face the day. But what if I told you that the solution might be right at your fingertips? That's right. Your sleep tracking wearable or app can do more than just collect data. It can be your guide to the perfect wake-up time. Today, I want to dive deep into the world of sleep tracking, not just for monitoring your sleep, but for mastering the art of waking up right. Hello, my sleep-exploring friends. Welcome back to another episode of The Doze Podcast, the short and sweet of what you need to know to transform your sleep. I'm your host, Soda Kuchkowski, your trusted sleep coach and guide to help you optimize your day so that you can take back your night. Are you ready to wake up and embrace each day with newfound energy and enthusiasm? Then stay tuned as we embark on this journey into the world of sleep tracking and to discover how it can truly change the way you start your day. You see, many of us think of sleep trackers as just these gadgets that can record, you know, how long we've been sleeping, how long we've been in dreamland. But they're much more than that. They are tools that can help us optimize our mornings. How do you ask? Well, it all begins with the understanding of your sleep cycles. Sleep is a rhythmic pattern of different sleep stages, from light to deep and even REM, rapid eye movement sleep. Your sleep tracker records these stages and can pinpoint when you're in the lightest phase of sleep, closest to waking up naturally. That's the magic moment to set your alarm for. By aligning your wake-up time with your natural sleep cycles, you can avoid that jarring mid-dream awakening. Instead, you'll find yourself rising gently and feeling more refreshed. It's like having a personal sleep coach in your pocket. But here's the key. It's not merely about setting an alarm based on your sleep data. It's about building better sleep habits, understanding your unique sleep patterns, and making informed decisions to enhance your overall sleep quality. It's about enjoying those mornings when you greet the day with a smile rather than a yawn, those moments when you feel genuinely revitalized. So in this episode, we're going to unravel the mysteries of sleep tracking technology, explore a little of the science behind it, and provide you with practical tips on how to use it to your advantage. First things first, what are some of the pros or advantages of using these types of devices, and who could benefit from them? While the answer may seem like everyone, the trick is to make sure you're choosing the right one and that it suits your personal goals and needs. A plus in using these types of tools is the awareness it brings. They create accessibility and convenience. They can provide a baseline from where you're starting. It can provide insights into your sleep patterns, helping you understand how long your sleep cycles are and the quality of the sleep you're getting. This will help you understand your natural sleep tendencies and identify areas for improvement. Second, it can help you identify potential issues with your sleep. Many have recordings available that can let you know if you're snoring. And if you sleep alone, you may not even know that you're doing it. This means that they can also be great for that early detection and intervention of sleep disorders, letting you know if you need to speak with a healthcare provider. It can provide you and provide them with objective data needed to determine if you need to further evaluate it by getting a sleep study. And a side note, snoring doesn't mean sleep apnea. What they're looking for is disruptions in breathing patterns, meaning looking for the times that you hold your breath or stop breathing altogether. Other signs include gasping or choking in your sleep. Third, it can help you establish patterns and routines which can lead to a more consistent and restful sleep. It can be a motivator for setting goals and making lifestyle adjustments. You can experiment to understand yourself better. You know, are you more sensitive to caffeine? 
You can make changes and see how to improve your score with behavior modifications and lifestyle choices. While these are some of the positive applications, it's important to have a realistic conversation, including addressing the disadvantages or drawbacks that they might have. So while these tools can provide valuable insights, you can't take them as 100% accurate. There are discrepancies that can occur with the data, especially depending on what you're using. For instance, personally, I cannot wear jewelry or anything on my person, wrist or finger, because I find it uncomfortable and I find that it actually disrupts my sleep. But there are also those who tend to move around or change sleep positions, and they can score poorly despite feeling rested. I've even had patients indicate that some wearable watches think that they're sleeping while they've been reading because of the lack of movement, breathing patterns, and heart rate. So again, accuracy. What you use will be about personal preference and what is best suited for you. I prefer those that are just apps to download and that you can use your microphone. But those also have their limitations as noises in the room can distort the ability for them to hear properly. There are many other factors and variables that can lead to inaccurate or misleading data as well, besides movement and position changes and environmental noise. Things like light exposure, device position, inconsistent use, user settings, battery issues, and even user error, just to name a few. It's important when using devices to know that they can provide great insights, especially as they're multi-night providing continuous monitoring, which creates an algorithm of your sleep patterns so that you can better help and understand yourself but you have to know that they're not infallible. If you suspect that there's a disruption in breathing patterns, you should speak with your healthcare provider immediately. Two last concerns would be privacy concerns as they store and collect personal data. I would always make sure to read through the terms and select how you want your data stored and shared. And lastly, the cost can be a barrier. Many of the wearable devices can be expensive with a price tag for the device and an additional one for a monthly software or available upgrades to gain additional insights. Oh, you know what? I lied. I have one more. I can't finish the list without talking about orthosomnia. The sad reality is that I often see the individuals who are the most obsessed with tracking their sleep are the ones that don't even need to. They're the ones who prioritize their physical health, eating habits, hydration, while those who could really use the metrics to help them better assess and improve their health have no interest at all. Enter orthosomnia. Defined by the Sleep Foundation as the obsessive pursuit of optimal sleep that is driven by sleep tracker data. This is where I'll have clients who sleep a perfect 7 hours and 15 minutes, but they're obsessed about getting 8 hours of sleep, which, by the way, is a myth. Everyone has a different sleep need, but we also don't see a bi-directional relationship with our health being compromised until we're consistently sleeping less than six hours per night. But on average, most people do need about seven. So that being said, there is great potential and exciting possibility for consumer devices to help in the advancements of healthcare. We're seeing them continue to evolve and provide valuable insights into metrics that are instrumental in health outcomes and can act as warning signs to alert you of possible concerns. Sleep analytics will not only predict current sleep issues, but also help predict future health risks based on sleep data. This can help in early detection and prevention of conditions such as sleep apnea, heart disease, and diabetes. These platforms will increasingly start to collaborate with healthcare providers and ensure a more comprehensive approach to patient care. Ongoing research into sleep science will continue to drive innovation in sleep analytics, uncovering new insights into the relationship between sleep and overall health. Wearables and apps will not only track sleep, but also provide real-time feedback to help users improve their sleep quality through guided meditation, relaxation exercises, or personalized sleep hygiene recommendations. This is where we will see 
AI do its work, artificial intelligence. It's really going to be part of improving sleep health. AI-powered sleep analytics will become more common, providing personalized insights and recommendations based on an individual's sleep patterns. Machine learning algorithms will analyze large data sets to uncover patterns and trends in sleep health. This type of monitoring will also expand the reach of healthcare. Sleep analytics will play a crucial role in telehealth, allowing healthcare providers to remotely monitor patient sleep patterns and make timely interventions. This is particularly important for managing sleep disorders and chronic conditions. This can be a real game changer where there are limited sleep testing facilities and sleep providers available to help, such as in rural communities. It can also help you determine if a diagnostic sleep test is needed, as they can be expensive. And last, we'll see a growth in the integration of smart home technology with sleep analytics to create intelligent sleep environments. This may involve adjusting lighting, temperature, and even mattress firmness in real time to optimize sleep quality. There are individual devices that already provide some of these options, but what we're going to see is them working collectively to create an ideal sleep-optimized environment based on individual preferences and needs. Again, AI learning and understanding what we desire. But you may be asking yourself, what exactly do they track, or are they even for me? Who is it for? While sleep tracking wearables can be beneficial for a wide range of individuals, their suitability may vary based on personal goals and needs, if you're interested in optimizing and improving your sleep. That's what they're used for. For people with sleep problems, as they can provide insight into possible sleep disorders and data to share with healthcare providers, they can be useful for athletes, as they can help them in adjusting workout schedules and optimizing rest, which can be valuable in improving reaction time, flexibility, and recovery. They're great, of course, for shift workers. Individuals with irregular or rotating work schedules can use sleep tracking wearables to manage their sleep patterns and adapt to changing sleep routines. And students and professionals, people with busy and demanding schedules can use them to ensure they're getting enough rest and to identify areas for sleep improvement to enhance cognitive performance and productivity. As I said, they can be for everyone if used to collect useful data to motivate changes in behavior, which leads me to... What exactly do they track? Well, first, they try to detect whether you're awake or asleep based on a number of physiological parameters. Some of the most common metrics, besides heart rate, oxygen levels, and body temperature, include movement using sensors. When you're asleep, movements are typically less frequent and more rhythmic depending on the sleep stage. They track time. Wearables can track the passage of time if there's a period of inactivity or minimal movement combined with a stable heart rate for an extended duration the device may infer that you're asleep. Heart rate. During wakefulness, your heart rate tends to be higher and it can vary significantly based on your activity. During sleep, your heart rate typically decreases and becomes more stable, especially in deeper stages of sleep. And sleep duration, your total sleep time. They track sleep stages where the accuracy may not be ideal as they only estimate REM sleep. And they don't measure brain waves, right? The way they do in a traditional sleep lab setting. Many use specialized sleep algorithms to analyze the data from sensors, including movement and heart rate, to determine when you're likely asleep or awake. These algorithms take into account patterns associated with different sleep stages and wakefulness. And wake time, the number of times you wake up at night, again, can be inaccurate. Sleep trends, over time, they can identify changes in sleep patterns. And last, sleep efficiency, which is the percentage of time spent asleep compared to the time in bed. If you're tracking a score, it should be 85% or above. 
So that being said, while sleep tracking can be convenient and useful in identifying sleep patterns and trends, you need to keep in mind that the accuracy of them can vary among different devices and brands. So it's essential to choose a reputable and well-tested wearable for sleep monitoring if that's your primary goal. Now, while I'm not currently affiliated with any specific sleep applications, I have recommended a number of them through the years when I found them to be relevant to the groups I'm working with and helping them to improve their sleep. When choosing yours, you should understand what your goals are. While I'm a sleep educator, my goal is to help individuals optimize their day to embrace their night, which means measuring more than just your sleep. It's the reason that while I'm a huge proponent for the use of technology, I have not collaborated with or created one of my own. However, I do not discourage the clients I work with from using them. As I mentioned, they are great to determine a baseline. It helps me understand their sleep in a number of ways, which brings me to my tips and tools of the day. Using sleep tracking can help you understand, first, total sleep duration. Are you consistently getting enough sleep? Sleep staging. Are you spending enough time in deep and REM sleep? Sleep disturbances. Do you have frequent awakenings or disruptions? Sleep efficiency. What is your percentage of time in bed and are you actually asleep? And they can help you understand if further evaluation or testing is needed. Are there any irregular sleep breathing patterns or extended periods of light sleep? Having this type of information as a sleep coach, I can get deeper insights on how to support individuals in creating healthier sleep practices and educating them in understanding how factors such as light, caffeine, environment, and many others can impact their individual sleep patterns. And I can help guide them in creating a framework that supports their goals and helps them overcome challenges they may be facing and alleviate the uncertainty of not knowing what to do with the information or where to start. The best feature I found with one of my favorite apps is the alarm clock feature. Again, I have no affiliation, but my husband makes a joke that if they tracked how their users learned of the app, they would find many to be my clients in groups over the years. And the app I'm talking about is Sleep Cycle. I love this app. I work primarily with first responders and protective services, and you don't have to take just my word for it. They love and promote it amongst themselves. Whenever I'm working with a new group, especially with my correctional officers or police, I make sure to share this information with them because they're mandated overtime because of staffing shortages, and it can be a real game changer for them. Think about it. If you only have seven hours between shifts and need to wake up at the optimal time to feel your most alert mentally and physically to show up ready for your job, this app will do the trick. My guys and gals have been using it for years and swear by it, which is why I've never stopped sharing about it when asked about my recommendations for sleep apps. They also have a nap feature, which is, again, priceless. For the overworked who need just a quick reset during the day but are not looking to overdo it because timing is everything. And last, another app that I've seen grown over the years is Sleep Space. This is an application created by Dr. Daniel Gartenberg. You may have seen his TED Talk on the brain benefits of deep sleep and how to get more out of it. If you haven't, I'll drop the link below. It has millions of views on YouTube. I met him years ago when we both spoke at the National Sleep Foundation Conference in Houston, Texas. He's a sleep scientist and researcher who is leading the field of sleep environment optimization. He created a device that turns your smartphone into a smart bed. It not only blocks EMF signals, those electric magnetic fields, at night while charging your phone, it accurately measures your sleep using his proprietary nearable sleep technology and then uses the science of sound, light, and vibrations to enhance your sleep experience. 
Lastly, it also integrates with the most wearable devices, including Whoop, Apple, Watch, Aura, Fitbit, and more. If you're looking for an all-inclusive tool to do the work for you, I would definitely check it out. We currently do have a few devices left in stock in our shop, and you can find them on the doze.co website. In summary, the key takeaway regarding sleep tracking is that while these tools can be valuable, it's essential to recognize that their effectiveness is maximized when they're a part of a holistic approach to enhancing your sleep. Addressing sleep-related issues often involves lifestyle adjustments, stress management techniques, and sometimes seeking guidance from sleep professionals. Striking a balance between using technology and maintaining good sleep hygiene practices is crucial. Over-reliance on sleep tracking devices or apps alone is not recommended. They are tools with a purpose, but don't necessarily require continuous use. Instead, they can serve as periodic check-ins. Some individuals may be able to make improvements in their sleep without relying on objective data, choosing to gauge their sleep quality subjectively. However, this approach can sometimes be limited in scope. Subjective assessments of sleep are based on personal perceptions and feelings, and while they can offer valuable insights, they may not always provide a complete or entirely accurate picture of your sleep health. Objective measures of sleep obtained through devices or sleep studies offer a more comprehensive and precise evaluation of sleep health. Combining both subjective and objective data can lead to a more well-rounded approach to understanding and improving your sleep. I hope that you found value in our time together today and that I provided you with some useful insights into whether sleep tracking is or isn't for you and the best ways to utilize it. Until next time, thank you for listening. I'm back every Wednesday with a new episode, ready to share my knowledge and empower you to take control of your sleep. If you've enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe to The Doze Podcast. I still have lots more to share with you as we work together towards creating solutions around your unique sleep challenges and needs. Until then, remember your pure potential if you change how well you sleep.